Friends, have you ever asked, do we go by the Old Testament or the New Testament, or do we go by both, and how can we know? Well, we can get more out of our Bible study with the proper approach. Let's go back to the Bible today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. We appreciate our Jay Webb and his kind introductions. You'll hear from Jay in our broadcast in just a little bit. And greetings and salutations to all of you, dear friends. We appreciate your choice of the International Gospel Hour for your study time. And today, we want to look at a wonderful pattern of 2 Timothy 2.15 that says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, let's think about that phrase, dividing the word of truth. Now, the word divide here is a word that literally means to cut straight, or later translations may say, handling aright the word of truth. Now, the idea of cutting or dividing means to cut it accurately or straight, to rightly deal with things correctly. It doesn't mean to divide Scripture from Scripture or to remove Scripture, but teaching Scripture in an accurate way. The idea of cutting straight, of course, means to be accurate. If we've ever used a saw, we understand that meaning. You want to cut accurately your measurements. And we need to handle the Scriptures rightly and carefully. In a previous study, we learned, according to Hebrews 1, 1 and 2, that God had given revelations to the fathers by the prophets, but today he speaks through us to his son, Jesus Christ, through whom he has given all authority, Matthew 28.18. And we also note John 1.17, that the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So friends, let's look further at the law that we are under as we discuss the Old Testament and the New Testament. Let's go back to the Bible. Before we do that, Let's take a break for a little under 30 seconds as our J-Web has a few words about our social media. Why not follow the International Gospel Hour on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and others. Please type International Gospel Hour into the search engine and you can like and follow our pages to keep up with the latest news and efforts of our labors. We would be honored to have you follow us on social media. And now, back to Jeff. The Old Testament or the New Testament? Which law are we under? Let's go back to the Bible. Hebrews 9, verses 15 through 17 says, And for this reason he is the mediator of the new covenant, by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where there is a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is in force after men are dead, since it has no power at all while the testator lives. We'll ask a question, is Jesus the mediator of the New Testament? Well, yes, this is what the Scripture teaches. Affirm with that, 1 Timothy 2, verse 4. And according to our lesson text, 
When did the New Testament of Jesus go into effect? After the death of Christ. Again, verse 17, For a testament is in force after men are dead. We now go to Hebrews, the 8th chapter, verses 6 and 7. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Is Jesus the mediator of a better covenant? Yes, friends, please notice, a more excellent ministry, a better covenant established on better promises. Now, friends, if the first covenant, the Old Testament, had been faultless, would God have given us the second covenant, the New Testament? Let us allow the Scripture to answer, no. Listen to verse 7. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Let's remain in Hebrews 8 and drop down to verse 13. In that he says, a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. When God gave the new covenant, did he make the first one old or no longer in force? As the scripture affirms, yes, the first became obsolete. In Acts 13, verses 38 and 39, Therefore let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins, and by him everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Well, friends, can we be justified today by the law of Moses? Well, no, friends, we cannot. If they were not justified by the law of Moses at this point in the book of Acts, how can we be today? Consider Galatians three eleven through 13 But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Is the law of faith? Well, as Galatians 3.12 says, it is not of faith. And did Christ redeem us from the curse of the law? Well, as verse 13 affirms, yes, he did. Let's continue. From Colossians 2 and verse 14. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. When was this bond or handwriting of requirements or ordinances or requirements wiped out or abolished? When it was nailed to the cross. Let's move from there to Ephesians 2 and verse 15. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. Now let's ask, when did Jesus, or what did Jesus abolish in his flesh? Well, the scripture says the law of commandments contained in ordinances. Now let's consider Galatians 3, 23-25. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. Now that faith has come, are we under the law or the Old Testament? Well, we are not, friends. Now, 
Let's keep building on this. A couple of more passages. From Romans 7 and verse 4. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. Now, what was it Paul said again? You also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ. Is the body of Christ in existence today? Yes, friends, it is the church. Ephesians 1, 22 and 23. Romans 7 and verse 6. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Now, what did Paul say? Now, we have been delivered from the law. Now, dear friends, from our study today, we can conclude that the New Testament is the law that is spiritually binding today. And as we have respectfully brought forth in our presentation from the Scriptures, the Old Testament served its purpose. It has brought us to Christ wherein is all authority and His teachings of which we will be judged. Dear friends, let's think about these things. Now, the Old Testament served its purpose. Paul did say in Romans 15 and verse 4, that the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning, that through patience and comfort of the Scriptures we might have hope. We can look at a lot of the accounts of the Old Testament and learn of God and His greatness and how He dealt with His people. But dear friends, we are under the New Covenant today, the New Testament. Maybe you would like to study this further. We have a couple of offers for you. The first one is our free Bible study course by mail that you might like, and then we have another option that I'll come back afterward and tell you about. But first, here is our J-Webb. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. Friends, again, we would love to send you that free home Bible study, but we have another option for you, and we're very careful, very discreet of how we do this. Would you like to have a personal one-on-one visit for further Bible study in your own home? Here's how it works. If you are interested in this, please contact us at International Gospel Hour at our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-6988. Leave us your name and number and say, I would like a personal study. We then will in turn call you, find out more details, get your permission to pass your number to a local Church of Christ in your area, and ask them to give you a call and then you can work out those details together. Maybe not meeting at your house. You may want to meet at a place of coffee or maybe at the church building. But we're very discreet of how we handle this. 
We do not share your material with anyone without your permission or your information without your permission. If you're interested in that, we'd love to talk with you further. We always want to go back to the Bible through our broadcast and through our studies. And we'll continue this at another time. Thanks for joining me at the International Gospel Hour today. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory. Oh,